So I'm excited to preach today on Good Friday. It's a little weird just staring at a TV screen and a, a camera, but I pray that God moves in your houses today. So Matthew 20 verse 18 to 19 says, We are going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. But on the third day, he will be raised to life. This was never a defeated thing that happened. There was always victory at the end of the cross. And it's an amazing time to celebrate. And even 1 Peter 1.3 says, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. As Christians, we should be so excited that Jesus died on the cross for us. And this year more than any year, I've been a Christian pretty much my whole life, but this year more than any year, it means a lot to me. I feel like I got a massive revelation of the blood of Jesus this year. You know, the blood of Jesus is so powerful for us. And Jesus didn't just die so that he would take the price for our sin and, and then float off off to heaven, but he died on earth and shed his blood on earth for us because of what the blood of Jesus would accomplish for us. A few months ago, I had something happen to me where I became really dehydrated. And then a few weeks later, I lost some blood and my my levels of blood were really low. And after it was all said and done, I still felt terrible. I couldn't walk, I was lying on the couch, I was crying because I had no energy to even go to the bathroom. I was so exhausted and I was saying, what is wrong with me? And when I went to the doctor, he said to me, Chrissy, because what has happened, Your blood levels are low, your water levels are low, so you're out of balance, you're out of whack. Every time you try to stand up, you're dizzy, your heart is trying to compensate. My heart rate would go up 20 extra beats just to stand up from sitting down because all my levels were low. And it made me realise how important the blood of Jesus is. You know, we can go through life not even recognising what our own blood does for us until something happens and you realise, oh my gosh, I need my blood. I need my blood levels. I need to be healthy. You know, and it's the same thing spiritually. You can go around dizzy, uneasy, panicked. You can go around feeling unbalanced until you know what the blood of Jesus has done in your life. I want you to think about yourself spiritually without the blood of Jesus. Think of yourself physically without your own blood or think of yourself physically without water. You know, you can, you can go for a long time without eating, but you cannot go for a long time without water. There are th- things in your body that are so important that symbolise things that we need spiritually. In Wikipedia, the definition of blood is that it delivers necessary substances such as nutrients and oxygen to the cells and transports metabolic waste products away from the same cells. Now think of yourself spiritually. The blood, it has nutrients, it has oxygen, it has life, and it can transport waste away from you. John 19.31 says, Therefore, because it was the preparation day that the body should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. 
Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other two, of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe. For these things were done that the scriptures should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him who they pierced. Blood and water came out of Jesus. He didn't just pay a ransom of, I'll die so they don't have to. When he died, he shed his blood and water came out from him and he left it on the earth. His blood and his promises were left on the earth for us. His life was left. His oxygen, his DNA, his nutrients, his ability to, tr to get rid of waste from us, it was all left on the earth. And when you are feeling weak, his blood is there to make you strong. When you are feeling confused and dizzy, his blood, it gives you a sound mind. When you are going through hard times, it is his blood that will change your circumstances. When you have the blood of Jesus, the water, which symbolizes the Holy Spirit, you do not have to compensate anymore. It is done. It is all done for you. The reason it is a Good Friday is because of the things that Jesus accomplished for us. I want to give you another one of my amazing acronyms that I know you all love of why today is a good day. The first reason was we were granted access. In Hebrews 10 verse 19 to 22 it says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us, through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. When Jesus died and his side was torn, it also meant that the veil was torn. The ability to see God face to face was torn when Jesus' side was pierced. You no longer have to go through a priest or through someone into the Holy of Holies. That veil was torn and his blood opened the door for us to have direct granted access to God. You can't get to the Father without him. If you don't have direct access with God, of course you're off balance because you don't know. You don't know you're loved. You don't know who your father is. You don't know. You can just go directly to him. You've got to, you know, you've got to sacrifice this for your sins. But no, when you realize what Jesus's blood did for you, you can know it, is, it was a good day because you were granted access to God. Revelation 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. It was their own personal revelation and their own personal access to God that gave them power. The blood of Jesus and the word of their testimony caused them to overcome. The second reason why it is a good day is because you got your oxygen. Wikipedia says the blood is carrying oxygen to you. John 6.53 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. You don't have to literally drink his blood, 
but you need to apply his blood to your life. That word life means both a physical, present and spiritual future existence. The blood of Jesus gives you life now, not just eternal life, but abundant life now. You don't have to be like I was, couldn't move, couldn't, couldn't walk 100 metres, couldn't get through life 50 metres. But you have the blood of Jesus, which gives you abundant life through his blood. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I read a commentary and it said that, I'll read it to you, it says, Some make it an allusion to the opening of Adam's side. When Christ, the second Adam, was fallen asleep into a deep sleep on the cross, and when his side was open, out of it was his church taken. So when Adam fell asleep, Eve was taken out of his side. That was his bride. And when Jesus fell asleep on the cross... His church was taken out of his side. His church was birthed out of the DNA and the blood of Jesus was taken out of his side. So we can't just go through life without accessing the blood and all the promises that are attached to, our, to him because that is what we were birthed out of. If you're just going through life without the blood of Jesus, you'll be weak. The third reason it is a good day is that you have been operated on or you have been healed. Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. His blood has healed us. We don't have to walk around weak. We don't have to walk around with our ailments. We don't have to walk around spiritually and physically weak. He has healed us. The second part of my problem that I said was I had low volume of blood, but also I was dehydrated. And you know, our bodies are made up of 7% blood, but actually 56, 50 to 60% water. So water is so important important to our physical body and also our spiritual realm. You need both. In the Bible, the Holy Spirit is often referred to as the river of God or when they were baptized into water. And Acts 1.8 says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You shall receive power when you get that water, the river of the Holy Spirit in your life, that is the next reason why it is a good day. Because good ends with the dunamis power of God is what you get out of what Jesus did for us. Blood and water flowed out of him, was left for us. Jesus even said, it is good for you that I go away so that I can leave the Holy Spirit, your comforter. You know, everything that you need is in the Holy Spirit. This word power means power, might, and strength. The definition is ability to perform, power to achieve by applying the Lord's inherent abilities, power through God's ability. This term is mentioned 120 times in the New Testament. We have the ability. Jesus even said, greater works than these shall you do, shall you see. There is power in what Jesus has accomplished for us and what he has given us on this earth. You know, I thought of an illustration of this. I, I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone 10 or X. I actually don't know what it is. That's how high tech I am. I have an iPhone, but the battery is broken. So 
I have all these capabilities at my fingertips. I can do Zoom now, I can do FaceTime, I can do all these amazing things, but I've got no power. My battery cuts out 50 times. People, I know there's people watching that can attest to a phone call from me where it's cut out multiple times. It is so irritating trying to call Apple to tell them I have a problem when my phone keeps cutting out. It's so irritating having the capabilities without the power. And that's what being a Christian is like without having the power of the Holy Spirit upon you. You have the capabilities, you you have been washed in the blood, you've been purchased with, with the price, you, have, you are loved, you have access, you have been healed, you've got all these things going for you, but you've got no power to actually do anything that you can do. You can do it, but there's no power. That's how I felt when I was lying on the couch. I had no power to do anything. I knew what I was capable of. I could get up and cook, not well, but I could do it. I could go to the bathroom. I could go for a drive. I could go for a walk. Things that used to be exciting for me to do, I had no power to actually do them. You know, Justin would always say to me, if I'm feeling like if I've got a headache, he'll say, have you drunk water? And if I'm upset or something or feel something's going on, he'll say, have you prayed in tongues for half an hour? And I always want to go, go away, leave me alone. But it's true. The power is in the water. The power is in the spirit, in praying. I want to give you an illustration from the Bible with Jesus. In Luke 8, verse 43 to 48, it talks about a woman with the issue of blood. Now, a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. Another translation says she got worse after seeing multiple people. She came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press on you. And you say, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now, when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. I think this story is so exciting and ties up everything I've mentioned. No one could help her. She had tried everything. And not only her physical ailments, but also emotionally. You know, in the Bible, it talked about when women would have their period, they were unclean. So imagine someone having a flow of blood for a whole year. You know, she... No, 12 years, sorry. A year is bad enough, but 12 years, she would have been so embarrassed. So um, she probably wasn't allowed to sleep near people. She probably wasn't allowed to do all her normal things. She probably was extremely weak from the lack of blood in her, in her body. She was probably going through so many things emotionally and physically. And yet she still had the access to Jesus. She saw her opportunity, she saw her access and she took it. She had already been to a hundred different doctors, but she knew there is the one that I need to touch. If I can just touch his garment, if I can just have access to him, I will be healed. So she took the opportunity to take that opportunity of access. 
and she got power. In verse 46, it says, somebody touched me. He realized power had left him. She got the access and then got the power. She didn't just go up to him and say, oh, there he is. I've got access. I've seen him. I know who he is. I know what I could describe what he looks like. Oh, I've had a nice view of Jesus. No, she wanted to touch him and get the power. She got healed. In verse 40 says, 44, it says, immediately her flow of blood stopped. And I wonder, you know, from what I've been through, for 12 years, would she be healed straight away? Would she be emotionally drained from what's happened? Would she, her body still be weak? But in verse, um, in the last verse, it says that Jesus said, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. She got her life back. She got her peace back. And peace means to tie together into a whole. It's wholeness. All the parts are joined together. God's gift of wholeness. To me, when you get your life back from God, you get the whole thing. There's a scripture says that may you be in good health, just as your body is in health, just as your soul is in health, that everything would be in good health. Don't try and go through life struggling have you ever wondered why you can't make it through a situation or you can't make it through a circumstance? You can't make it through even your emotions. Your mind can't get it. You can't seem to do the thing God's called you to do. You don't have the energy to keep going because you need his life. You need his spirit. You need his joy. You need the Lord to help you. You need to check your levels in your life. Is your, are you dehydrated? Are your iron levels low? Apply the blood, apply the water of the Holy Spirit in your life. This is what Jesus died on the cross for. Access to everything you need. Forgiveness of sins, personal relationships, power to do what you need to do on the earth, healing, your life, your energy, your DNA. You come from the blood of Jesus. You have access to everything, the blood of Jesus. Do a word study on the blood of Jesus. I've just mentioned four things that are good about Good Friday. But if you have the blood of Jesus applied to your life, you are unstoppable. In the Old Testament, when a plague was going to go over the whole city, they were told to put the blood over your doorpost and the plague would pass by. It's very fitting in what we are going through right now. Apply the blood to your families. Apply the blood to your health, to your finances, to your, to your children, to every single thing that you need to apply the blood to and pray in the spirit for the covering and the washing of your lives. I pray that this message has really helped you and I hope it can continue to go on and do amazing things. And I pray that you would really recognise the power of the blood of Jesus. And I'm just going to get the band to sing a song about the blood of Jesus. And I want you to take this opportunity to just reflect. And if you haven't taken communion, take...